0: Everybody, it is the CBC Wisdom Hour episode number 142 for June, Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. <laughs> I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans.
1: Special edition Wisdom, Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening?
0: Yeah, we're a day late and a buck short. That's okay, it's all good. It's okay. Uh, we are coming to you live right now at that time, it's eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Central PM. If it's not the time equivalent in your time zone, you're watching or listening to the replay. But if you are watching live right now, it will say live. And you could do that, by the way, for those who listen to the podcast. You can do that as we broadcast each week on the Facebook cover band central page in the group and also on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Which, which you need to subscribe to. There's a link in the description. Go to YouTube and subscribe. That's where all these past podcasts are archived. Plus my daily video thingy that I do every weekday or archive kind of there. So make sure. But if you want to comment right now what you watch, while you're watching live, make sure you click the link in the description that lets you show your name. That's it if you're watching in the CBC group. Otherwise, you don't have to swear about that. But definitely say hi. Tell us
1: who you are and where you're from and what you're doing. Say what's up. Say what's up I'm or something. Pete and I'm eating dinner. Or your uh, version of what's up.
0: Whatever right. that may be. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, did I say everything that I needed to? Yeah, I think I did.
1: All right. That's I guess it. check the notes. Stan, run down Stan. the notes. Is he good? Yes. Yeah, Stan says you're good. Stan's the man. Stan is the man. Yes. Stan's mm-hmm. my summer intern. He's keeping track of all the He's taking notes. He's, a, he's good at shorthand. Oh. And he used to be a court stenographer. You know, those people that type that thing when they do the dictation.
0: Yeah, the thing. I, I'm familiar with the thing. Mm-hmm. Steven's a very good singer. Uh, he's uh, He said he, he's going to be coving, I think he means covering, f- for Rockbox in July uh, July 16th and uh, 15th and 16th. And that would be at Fat Cats on Bourbon Street. And I will definitely come say hello. There's my buddies in that band. I always come down there and say hello. Steven, I'm at uh, Famous Store just a block away. So you can come say hello to me too. So. Just saying. And
1: Steve, I'm in New Jersey, so if you're traveling, look me up. Right. Good stuff, Steve. Wichell. Right. Uh, Yeah. What's new and exciting? What's what's happening in Gigland?
0: Oh, I played all weekend, and I was sick all weekend. I had a cold, which seemed to be gone now, which is good. And it really, it took it, it, it. It. I felt like poopy but it really took a toll on my voice um Mm. and by by sunday fortunately sunday we had a keyboard player that uh sang a bunch of songs on lead and i didn't have to sing all that much in fact i sang like maybe two songs in the whole night and uh that was good because i really needed the rest because by by saturday night i was i was losing my voice i was singing songs where i had to back off the mic and like omit a line because i that was it. My voice is out. So wow. Yeah, it's rough. Steve said he's from Pennsylvania originally. So right cool. next door to, to you in uh old Jersey there. Oh yeah. Lori, love you. She said I just she just shared it with her Facebook friends. Get everybody watching the CBC Wisdom podcast for some wisdom that we will impart. And who knows what it's gonna be. We don't
1: even know. We don't, so- but when it comes, it will. Ah, it's channeled the wisdom. And then all of a sudden it just comes spewing out, Steve. Yes.
0: We are just conduits for a divine uh, wisdom. <sighs> yes, we
1: are. Sacred comes, space
0: comes through us. That's it. tapping
1: into the frequency.
0: <clears throat> That's all you got to do. Get, get in on harmonic resonance. And it's much like music because each note is represented by a, a certain vibration, also known as Hertz.
1: Yes. Oscillation.
0: Yes, so uh, yeah, just tune in. So um, Friday was pretty busy, pretty packed. Saturday pretty, pretty busy. Sunday pretty dead. Interesting. Um, it was well. Sunday's not the busiest day. Summer is not the busiest time. This is uh, true. Some, it's a uh, slow season for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday's busier, and you know, football season, all that stuff. But um, um. And it was raining on and off, and it was freaking hot. It's just hot every day. So, no, Um, I know. And so, not a lot of people there, but you know, an appreciative crowd of people that were there. And it didn't really change much during the course of the night, it it stayed pretty steady with the amount of people in the room, um, which is it makes it tougher to get through the night because it's time flies when it's busy, people are dancing and, and you have a lot of stuff to look at from the stage, uh, or you're just digging into playing really hard. And, uh, you know, that, that even though we're on stage for a long time, it flies by, but, but when it's slow, it's doesn't, uh, as much
1: time flies when you're having fun, you know, but you're having right? fun whether there's people there or not.
0: Right. Well, yeah. Greg said only eight percent of his Facebook friends would really get this channel, kind of like how many really got Spinal Tap. And it's interesting that he came up with an exact percentage, as if he's done a mathematical study and he knows that it's he, only
1: eight. He may have spreadsheets, Steve. He may have done some research and has yeah. analytics and data that he was willing to share with us.
0: Some people get heavy into that stuff, so. But only eight. It's not nine. Uh, but it's it's. Well, it's not only five. It
1: depends on his Facebook friends, too, Steve. He could have 100,000 friends, which means 8,000 people would probably nobody get ha- it.
0: Nobody has 100,000 friends. That's not allowed on Facebook. No? 5,000 is the limit. That's it. That's as many friends as you're allowed to have, according to Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Okay. Well, that's why I'm not on Facebook, because I got way too many friends. I, I know. It'd be crazy. You have many you know tens, know
0: I mean? of, tens of thousands of friends. Droves. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So speaking um, of friends, yeah. So we, we, I played out Saturday night and Sunday, back to back gigs, both outdoors. Saturday was evening gig, uh, outside a pavilion. It was excellent weather. Okay. Where was six, this, uh, venue? Six, six to ten? This was the we, one near your house? Yeah. This is the one that's eight minutes from my house. So West Mountain. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was great. Right. Got there nice and early, set everything up. I was good to go. Um, So six o'clock rolls around and it's kind of like five or six people there, you know? Yeah. So the guy said, all right, can you wait till 6.30 to play? He said, okay, we'll play 6.30 to 10.30 then. No sense in wasting, you know, a half an hour with nobody there. By 7.15, there was probably 150 people. There you go. I mean, it was jamming, cranking, and they stayed the whole night, you know, right to the end. And this was outdoors, oh, you said, right? Outdoors, under a pavilion bar, you know, outdoor seating area, fire pits, that sort of stuff. Nice. Um, great band, sounded great. People, crowd was there. Tons of people came for, you know, a drive-by beer and then stayed for the entire night, you know, because they were digging the band. So that was that was great. Early night, too, was home by like 11.35, quarter to 12.
0: I need. You, you said you promised you were going to take pictures, so let's see him.
1: I did take pictures, but I didn't. I didn't upload them to my computer, so I can't show them to you. But I have some pictures. But I'll I'll bring them. I'll break them out. Then Sunday was an outdoor benefit gig with five bands. Again, outdoors. It was kind of rainy, passing showers, but again, inside a big open air pavilion with a you know bar in the back, and there was probably you know close to three hundred people there because of the amount of bands, right? Um so it was interesting because the, the, a very eclectic mix of bands. The first band' was called Emish, and there it was Emish. a Emish and they're a Celtic, Irish. It's a violin, a flute, and an acoustic guitar player.
0: Okay.
1: So it worked out great because when I got there, so I got there early, you know, and the sound guy who's also doing the drums and setting up all the instruments and stuff, Bobby, great guy, hook up with him and the nothing's set up yet. So I'm like, okay. And he says, oh, by the way, Emish doesn't have a drummer. So if you want, you can set the drums up any way you, you would like. Great. So I said, that's great, but that means I have to set up the drums. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so I pulled out all his drums, set them all up, but I had plenty of time to get them. You know why they sound checked. I was setting up the drums, so I got it all dialed in exactly. As so as we did next act on, so that was good. And then he miked everything, so it was fully miked kit with full PA. You know subs, mids, horns. You know pro sound, which is always fantastic. You know to play with full pro sound rig. Right. So they were a very eclectic mix of music across the the, the the course of the day. But it was funny because the first band was fairly loud, but it was only a three piece. You know. And then, well, by the time we got up to play, the place was pretty full of people, you know. And we were dramatically louder in volume, you know, than the first band was. Well,
0: yeah, and then acoustic guitar, flute, and uh, uh, what was it? A xylophone?
1: No, violin. I <laughs> was. Let cool. me tell you, they were really good, man. I mean, the, 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 they were really talented. Like the, the, the violin player was great. Hello, Jill. Jill Burdick. Um, but anyway, so then it was it was great. And then afterwards, you know there was three bands that played after us and it was amazing that we got about 50 people on our signed up for our mailing list. Nice. just said, we never saw you guys before. Holy cow. We saw you years ago, but don't remember you guys being this good and super excited. I, mean, I, I haven't been following you, but we're now going to start following you. So that was the, a segue into what I want to talk a little bit about is, you know, it's interesting when, for example, you take a band like the OC5 that I'm playing with now, and they actually rehearse, and they have a good rotation of tunes, mm-hmm. and they play fairly regularly, you know? So the enthusiasm, I guess, in the past, you know, it was getting kind of maybe lackluster for those guys, I assume, because they were like a B-plus band, you know? And now they're an A-plus band. So in, in other words, long story short— the hard work of, of all the rehearsing over COVID and keeping on top of all the instruments and learning new songs and being fresh so we come right back out and pick up where we left off with no downtime, so to speak, you know? Mm-hmm. I now see has accelerated to where the phone is ringing off the hook with places that want to book us, and we're already booked through the summer. So unfortunately, We, we
0: were talking about it the whole time, me and you, talking about this the whole time during COVID, uh, yep. uh, how much that's going to benefit you on the other side, and now you're just proof positive that it has
1: everyone was shedding everyone was practicing so they're better than they were before covid if that makes sense you know what i mean they're more sure. polished as musicians so now when we sit down to play the songs are that much better you know they were good before but now they're now, now the band's gelling you know because it's probably my sixth or seventh gig with those guys maybe fifth or sixth gig you know but everyone's gelling now and it's it's really coming together so i'm, I'm super excited that's great to hear yeah um yeah and yeah hopefully you'll get some more work out of that
0: So um you mentioned about the mailing list and and I really want to talk about that um what uh, do you have somebody with a clipboard and they write their name and email or how how does it work facebook you go on facebook and you sign up so how did you said you said you had 50 people sign up so how did how did you get those 50 people to sign up
1: they said, How do I find, how do I sign up for your mailing list? Because I want to come see you guys band play again. And he said, Go to our Facebook page and sign up there, and the schedule's there. And then, the, okay, you know, so that's not really I, a,
0: that's not no, really a no, mailing list.
1: No, an email list, so to speak. You know what I mean? That's you're going not up an email your, list
0: either. That's, I mean, no, but
1: no, but it is because then once they sign up for it, they're on our email blast list. And then we will send out whenever we're playing not just through Facebook, but also through regular email, you know, you'll get a, a blast saying, hey, but how hey, do you
0: do, I mean, how do you, how are you getting people's emails to, to send them emails to
1: when they go to the Facebook page? I guess there's a field there. They sign up and they put their email in and they say, this is be, email, I've be
0: never in. seen such a thing on Facebook. So well, uh, I, see,
1: there you go. So now you'll see, now you will, now you'll see it.
0: I, I mean, I don't think that that there's an option for that, unless you have a post up that says go to this address, and sign up
1: for our email list. Listen, man, I just play drums and bring people. I don't know how all the other stuff works. Bobby. Remind me how that stuff works when we're done. I'll get a little, Well, it's a good
0: topic. It's a good topic because olden days, what we did um, (laughs) in in the olden days, what we did was we had a clipboard with a piece of paper and we had people put their name and their address, their actual physical address Mm -hmm. and sent out postcards. Then, internet came aboard then we had them put their name and their email address that way we would collect emails and then we could send directly to these people um
2: when you're craving church's three-piece classic there's no other option two crispy legs a thigh and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way and that's why we call it a classic church's texas chicken tap the banner to find your nearest location offer valid at participating locations
0: but and nowadays I don't think people do that so much, but they do what you guys did. You know, sign up for our big follow our Facebook page. Sign yeah, up you know.
1: nobody had any physical sign up, you know, propaganda or any type of advertising or people going around with a clipboard or anything, you know. But just you know, and it was it was also cool because the first night we played, ran into a bunch of musicians that were that happened to be there, you know, and the one guy um and the girl playing band and, and he said what they would do is they drive by on their way home and they pull over and they roll the window down and they listen for like 30 seconds. And if they uh-huh. like the band, then they go park and then they come in and hang out. Cool. So they ended up parking, coming and hanging out. And then they called like 20 of their friends and they had the huge entourage with them, you know, by eight or nine o'clock. And That's they stayed all the way till the end, um, which was killer. Great. So, yeah, it was Good weekend of gigs, but to your, um, saying how you were sick earlier, I noticed after singing a ton of tunes on Saturday that Sunday when I was driving to the gig, like I had to warm up my voice. Like I definitely felt, like felt it. You know, that I had been singing all night. Right. By the time it was, you know, time show time, it was fine.
0: Right. Yeah, I always warm up my voice, regardless of whether I'm sick or not, in the and car then, on the way.
1: To yep. The gig. And, and then the band that. Followed us was like an eight-piece band, I think. Wow. And then it was like a five, four or five-piece band, and then another eight or 10-piece band. Horns, backup singers, keyboard, um, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, two guitar players, bass player. It was cool. A lot of people there. But the Orange County music scene, you know, in in, in that lower Hudson Valley in New York, is way different than the jersey scene like all the musicians know each other all the venues know each other word of mouth travels super fast um you know it's it's a very tight-knit thing like i said after we played that gig within 24 hours he had three or four phone calls from clubs saying hey are you available on the state excellent you know so word travels very quickly which is interesting because it's not like that in jersey you know you play and then the next day you're forgotten on to the next band, you know, but that's not how it works up there. There's a, there's only a handful, I guess, of maybe a dozen bands that are considered like the top bands in the region. Right. So much like street outlaws, we're climbing the list.
0: There you go. Very good. good if stuff. you want it, you want to do it, you got to do it. That's
1: it. Yeah. Well, again, it's a testament to stay in the course and practicing. And you know, when you have downtime, you using it effectively and using your time wisely and, staying engaged and keeping everybody in the band engaged, you know, and having weekly conversations. And if you're not rehearsing, at least having a a conference call for everyone to talk about stuff, you know? So I give those guys a lot of credit because that's always been their kind of protocol and their MO. And it's refreshing to be in a band that that everyone has that, you know, that kind of communication. Good. Excellent. Yeah. And pushing each other to be better. You know, that's the main, the main thing.
0: That's excellent. Yeah. I, I get some of that these days too still pretty much yep. all the time and people in new orleans are very supportive of each other mm-hmm. and it's it is a very good thing even if you're playing in a you know a band and the other band's playing down the corner it's we don't consider it any sort of competition we work right. we're all working for the same thing mm-hmm. um and uh it's a nice thing man it, like because you when you said jersey about how People forget you just, uh, and there, were there was more of that competitive, competitive steer I think in Jersey.
1: It's not even that it's that you play a club and you bring, you know, a, a bunch of people and you have a great night. And then it's always like, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of you next time. Hmm. You know, like next time you come, we'll pay you more money or, and then the next time you're there, like the, you're, you're, it's completely forgotten about, you know, the thousands of dollars you made the bar the last time you were there. You know and you're only right. as good as, as the end of that night and even at that it's like well you know whereas i noticed orange county it's like you bring a ton of people the bars they 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 juice you up at the end of the night here's an extra 200 300 400. Really? you know we did great thanks for bringing all these people can't wait to have you back again
0: you know that is great yeah that's awesome because that doesn't happen a lot it's no. happened to me before though where i played somewhere and then the end of the night and it wasn't a private party or anything but at Uh the end of the night the club said hey man you did really good here's an extra whatever
1: yeah and almost all these places too the band eats and drinks for free
0: Mm. it's always nice
1: yeah no tab just whatever you want you know let them know you want a pizza for the road we'll make you pizza for the road johnny make him pizza for the road pizza yeah like brick oven pizza style you know like Uh, yeah awesome that place tin barn we played they have a whole pizza, and, and sourdough pretzel oven, which is outstanding. Really? Yeah, it's good stuff.
0: <clears throat> um, I know that place sounds like somewhere I would love, want to check out, at least check out, but...
1: Yeah, so maybe we'll, when you come up in the but, fall, we'll, we'll head up. Yeah.
0: I don't have any definite plans for that yet. I do yeah, have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have two people visiting me in October, so... Mm-hmm visiting me here. So it's going to be busy. I'm looking very forward
1: to that. Very cool.
0: Um,
1: and you're going to see King's X.
0: Going to see King's X on yep. October 26th.
1: Dude, I got to tell you.
0: Called and Wolf in New Orleans.
1: And like, how many people does that Howling and Wolf hold? Ah, uh, that's a good question.
0: It's a theater kind of venue. So okay. it's probably, uh, but I, I know the tickets were g- general admission, so it's probably just, <clears throat> you know, no seats on, on the floor and maybe there's some seats and in, in further back. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've never been there, so I don't really, I couldn't even hazard a guess. 2,000, 5,000. I don't know. Gotcha.
1: So I get a notification on my phone from Madison Square Garden because I have a MSG app, you know, for tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And I get this notification last week that says, "Foo Fighters to open the Garden, Father's Day, full capacity show. Wow. You you must show proof of vaccination or you will not be let in. Um, Pre sale starts tomorrow. So I'm like, awesome. When's the last time Foo Fighters played the Garden? Probably the last time I saw them five six years ago. You know they played. They only play stadiums now. You know, whenever they come around this part of the country, they either play City Field or they play, you know, uh, Chase Stadium, Yankee Stadium. You know, they play like big venues. And I don't like going to see bands in baseball stadiums. You know what I mean? You're just too far away, you know, or Giant Stadium, you know, big, big, big venue. So I'm like, awesome. I know the seats I'm going to get. I know the section I want to sit in. It's like right to the side of the stage. The tickets are always like a little bit less because you're kind of side stage, not front stage, you know. $685 Mhm. dollars a ticket.
2: Get out of here.
1: What and, and you type in like under 200 bucks and you're like upper tier. You're like nosebleeds. So anything like mezzanine and lower was north of 500 bucks.
0: Wait, wait what what was your ticket source though? Because that could have been a a broker. No,
1: dude, I MSG. Right from the Garden on presale because I had the app. That's, and, I even, and I even, I can't even, I don't it. even and, believe and, that, and, man. That's crazy. Dude, and it sold out within an hour after tickets went on sale. Sold out, done, gone.
0: Six hundred dollars. Come on.
1: I don't know when the last time you went to a concert up here, dude. But all the tickets at the Garden, or if you want a good seat, you're paying four hundred dollars plus. There's <sighs> no, there's, there's no more 150 dollars seats.
0: Dude, I know. I mean, I haven't been the Garden obviously in a long time. I haven't. Um, but he,
1: but even five, six years ago, I went to Sifu and me and my buddy Dan went and we got those same seats and we paid 120 bucks each for those seats. You know, then Billy Joel started have, playing there. Dude, have, they, people, they, they, they do have it because it sold out within an hour. Gone. Not one ticket left. I'm, gonna, and, I'm and, and, and you start going down like onto the floor and do tickets. Put, put it this way. Genesis reunion tour. Mm-hmm. The tickets I just told you were six hundred and eighty-five dollars. Were twelve to eighteen hundred dollars a seat for the same section?
0: That's insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Out but of control.
0: I, I got. I got to see this myself, so I'm looking it up now. Foo Fighters. Go look it up. Vaccine only, Madison Square Garden show. Yep. All right, ticket ticket faster well that's a clever name to, to fool people to think that you're ticket, master. ticket faster. ticket faster <laughs> ticket faster.com whoever got that url is is, is that's, uh, that's when
1: you don't eat or drink the night before um let me see
0: okay food fighters at a hundred I need to. I need to see these in 100 capacity. So so far, every every part of your story checks out.
1: Mm-hmm. Come on, I have to see this. I relay great stories, but I don't make up stories. You? I know you do, but I still have I to see this for myself. It comes from in, me. It's authentic. All right, there's no exaggeration. Actual- there's no inflation. It is what it is. That's the facts, Jack. Not you, Jack. Him.
0: All right, I don't see it even listed here. It's
1: sold so. out, dude. You can't get tickets anymore. You're done. It's over. Not <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to find any more yeah. $700 tickets. <coughs> they are all been bought. Not even from Ticket Faster? <laughs> not even from Ticket Faster.
0: <laughs> How about StubHub? Let's see <laughs> what StubHub faster. has. Ticket maybe Faster. Maybe StubHub, StubHub has like resale tickets, so maybe. All right, uh, June... 20th is that the date? The 20th yes, is the that date? Father's okay. Day, yes. All right, here we go. Food Fighters tickets.
1: Yeah, they have them. Yeah, anything in section 108 or 109? No. Wait. Oh. All right.
0: I'll show you what I, I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to show you what I see. What do you see, Steve? Because this is exciting. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
1: It's exciting to see how much money you could spend to go see a concert. There you go.
0: Foo Fighters tickets. Right. Uh, Where where the hell is it? Okay. So, yeah, 200 level, 100 level, 104, 248.
1: Yeah, no, no. Go closer to the stage. Like right, stage left, those first two sections, usually where I sit. 115, let's say. No, no, the other side. Sorry.
0: What's the difference? All right. But yeah, here you go. 115, 419, 427, 528, 26.
1: Right, and you're behind the stage. Okay, you're, one, bu- you're, you're behind the stage. So go out yeah, to the next. Well, go, you're go, kind go, of side of the stage. Go one section over to the right. Yeah, right there. What what are tickets going for right there? Can we get some good seats? You me go. I'll treat. Uh, all right, so one
0: ticket at 344, 1372, 465, 553. Five fifty-eight and two to four tickets for two thousand dollars. So let's get that. Those there ones. you go. Okay.
1: Crazy man. And you're also sitting way back. Like I said, if you want to sit up front, closer to the bottom of that section, you're paying almost seven hundred bucks.
0: Yeah. Look at these one seventeen, which that's a prime location for a concert, right there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that is eight, great.
0: Yeah. One hundred seven or one seventeen. That's great. But yeah, five fifty-eight six. 687 $117, $1,000. Let's check the other side. Yeah, okay. You're not telling a tall tale That's right, there.
1: Robbie. You know the truth. I speak it. <laughs> I'm not telling How a tall tale, dude. I wanted to go. I wanted to take me and the boys, and I was like, I'm not spending $1,800 to go to a concert. and see. Well, here
0: you go. General admission, which is good because you can move around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two tickets for 349 Excellent. So that's, so that's one 75 a piece. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, compared to the other ones, that's pretty reasonable.
1: Yeah. But remember you're on the floor and the stage is, you know, above your head.
0: Right, but you can you can work your way up. You could say you're coming in here by one choice. Let's say this is okay. You're walking in here, and you stop, and you look around and say, oh, this is really big, and then you get into this thing, and you pass, and you show the tickets. What I'm saying and is even, you go if you, here even if and you here's muscled mixed,
1: your way to the front row, you'd be like this board. looking at you know, nothing.
0: Well, you go, okay, you've go. got to make sure you avoid the words on the floor there, so you walk in this <laughs> way, <laughs> and then you yeah. muscle so your way in right here. Well, yeah, you're looking up, but you know it's no different than looking at a – Moody or something, I guess.
1: All right, I don't know. Let, all right, let's look. Nonetheless, for the let's look for the tickets, cheap seats. Concert tickets are out of control, dude. Cheap
0: seats. Here you go. Two twenty-eight, two forty-six. <laughs> cheap two fifty to go sit
1: in the upper deck. Excellent.
0: That's two tickets though. Two twenty-eight. That's two tickets. So that's one oh one fourteen apiece.
1: Yeah, but we're not in high school anymore, dude. We're not sitting up in nosebleed land. Come on. No. What about behind the stage? If they're not colored, they're not open. There
0: you go. No, this one's colored. 214. Behind the stage. Yeah. Two tickets for 163. There you go. So you do what I did when I went to Yeah, you buy those you tickets
1: and you, you go roam. You roll. And then you
0: go roam. You work your way up to the, yeah. the, the good seats. And then when somebody comes to sit in those seats, you're like, Oh, I oh my my ticket oh yeah oh. And listen, oh, if you
1: buy yourself, it's super easy to do that. If you're with super three or four easy. people, it's 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 nearly impossible.
0: Roger paid four dollars and fifty cents to see Hendrix. That's cool <laughs> in many ways.
1: That is very really cool
0: because you saw Hendrix, and because it was only five
1: bucks, not even. Yeah, four dollars and fifty cents. Now it's four hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Craig's seen Foo many times in Georgia. Always the fun.
1: Yeah, dude, Foo's great. I've seen them a bunch of times, too, and they always rock. And so I was so excited when I saw they were coming to the Garden. I'm like, finally get to see them in a small venue again. No dice. It's not a
0: small venue, though. It's, well,
1: It's a it, very big venue. No, but it, compared to going to City Field or, you know, Giant Stadium, that's a small venue. Smaller. Yeah, smallish. <laughs> small enough where it's, it's intimate where you could, you know, and the sound's great, you know.
0: Right. Right. That's come a long way.
1: Oh, yeah. Prudential still has the best sound, I think. What's this? Prudential Center. In, in Newark. Yeah, they got And I, I
0: have not yet been for that venue, so.
1: Oh, I went to a bunch of shows there. I saw Muse there, and I actually recorded a bunch of video with my iPhone. And I don't know if it was just because the seats I was sitting in were, like, central to where they – because they set up in the round in the middle. But – when I put that video back up and put it through my surround sound system, it sounds like I'm at the concert I could I can't I could not believe how good of a quality the audio was on that iPhone I mean it had the yeah. bottom the bass drum was hitting me in the chest it was like it was a mammoth sound you know yes as, as 4k okay. video I was just I was amazed
0: yeah uh, uh yeah the iPhones all the phones now are, are just incredible yeah, it's crazy technology pictures. All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, people are psyched to get back to go to concerts, but maybe when they see those ticket prices, not so much. I mean, obviously, it's Foo Fighters. They're one of the biggest rock bands in the world. Sold so.
1: out. But you know was crazy? They didn't go on sale until a week before the gig, you know, or two weeks before the gig. So it right. wasn't like, you know, Foo Fighters is coming in December. Tickets are going on sale next week. It was like tickets are going on sale tomorrow, and they're playing on the 20th, you know?
0: Well, that's probably why they sold out so quick because people figured. Oh my god! Yeah,
1: yeah. And what was weird was that was, I think Monday or Tuesday last week, was vaccinated Foo Fighter fan presale day. So if you're in the Foo Fighters fan club and you show proof of vaccination, you get like to the front of the line, first come first serve. You get the first pick. You know. Mm -hmm. And the following day was city card preferred member. pre-sale and then the following day was was the one i was on msg app pre-sale um and then general public was the following day hmm. by the time i got to thursday or friday the tickets were gone already you know right but nonetheless like i said just crazy expensive man just it's, it's insane it's I, it city. is
0: insane because yeah like like greg was saying he saw hendrix for yeah uh, um was it great no roger sorry um I remember, yeah, going to concerts and and uh, some of them even like, like the Capitol Theater. Remember Capitol Theater? In, sure, in, yeah, in, in Passaic. In in yeah, it was like ten bucks. Yep, yeah. for kind of maybe even less. Uh-huh. I think I paid five dollars and fifty cents to see Rat and somebody else there, and then I saw like Twisted Sister there.
1: Well, you were saying Kings X. I think I saw them at the Ritz, and I think I paid thirty bucks for a general admission ticket. Right. And you could just walk around anywhere, you know? Right.
0: So the 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 King's X show I'm gonna go see in October, I bought the tickets already and they were like forty for general okay. admission.
1: Yeah. With Not with
0: bad. forty with the surcharge or the the the, the Yeah, all the, the markup
1: con- BS convenience fee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The fee, biggest... convenience fee. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Handling fee,
0: convenience fee. Convenience fee is the biggest bullshit internet fee ever purchasing
1: fee. Yeah, it's just another way to tack on 20 what, bucks onto the ticket, buying it while you're in your pajamas fee. Yes, right. Convenience. That's Still, man, convenience what a great part. show! That's going to be a great show. King's X is going to be good.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. Um, so, uh, and we did, uh, I, it's my buddy Jeff, he's coming. We did a, a, I can't play the theme yet, but we have a Thursday theme, which is. Probably my favorite yet. We have a a throwback Thursday theme. I didn't do the video for it yet, so I can't play for you here. But gotcha. But I'm going to have it tomorrow on Throwback Thursday.
2: There you um, go. Tune in
0: tomorrow and you'll see it. Yes. Um, It and you'll hear it. It's great. Jeff did a great job with this. So we have one more to go. Wednesday. Whatever. Jeff
1: Jeff always does a great job, though.
0: He does. I have to say that I laid the groundwork for it well.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely you have. And, you know, you put down the bass riff and stuff to it, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's amazing how you face. can collaborate across the country and it comes out professional and good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so much fun. I love playing with GarageBand. You know? I was up till almost 6 o'clock this morning because he sent me the tracks last night at around eleven eleven thirty p.m. my time. Which was nine, oh, so then you PM, jumped right California. into it, started
1: working on it. And
0: well, he sent me the th- the tracks for Wednesday. He sent me and Thursday, and so two of the themes. So I opened the Wednesday one first, and there were about eight tracks there, and I put them all in GarageBand, and I'm listening along, and I'm like, mm, no, 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 this is not, this is not what good, this is not what we're looking for. And it turned out he agreed later when I was talking to him about it. He was like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm happy about that. So we're going to have to revamp the Wednesday. But then the Thursday tracks, he sent me 21 separate tracks. (laughs) Right. I got a a drum track, one drum track and one bass track. And he sends me 21 separate tracks of guitar and vocal. Right, And I'm like, OK, so I have to load them all in. And then he didn't have the timing of the beginning the same as my timing of the beginning. Uh-huh. I had a two-bar intro, and he put a four-bar intro. But on the third bar, he starts playing like a guitar intro to the song, which I hadn't intended for it. So I had to to edit every single one of those 21 tracks to fit in with the rhythm track I already had in there and include his little intro. And also like try to make it sound like sort of seamless, because it was a, sort of abrupt the way it started. So I had to change the drums in the beginning and I added a little quick drum fill to start it. So I was up till six o'clock doing that. Almost six o'clock. Five, five, five thirty, maybe.
1: But you got it done.
0: I did. I got it done. I didn't do the video part, but I got the music part of it done. And Mission I accomplished. Got- I'm mission accomplished. I'm very happy with the result, but it's amazing how quickly that time could go by when you're sitting and you're, you're in it, you're in this track and you're listening to the same thing over and and over and over again. I looked up and I'm like, it's four o'clock. What? How is it four o'clock? Uh-huh.
1: And then but I was like, you get consumed. It's like going to the studio when we used to go (laughs) we used to go record at the den and there's no windows, you know, and you're in there and you're recording and you're tracking and you're doing some rough mixes and you're doing stuff, and all of a sudden you go, I'm just gonna go outside for you know into the hallway and it's and it's daylight outside. And you're like, What happened? It was ten o'clock. What you know, last time we we checked. You know, same thing. It's now seven thirty in the morning.
0: Right. But as long as you get the job done, and then then and that you could sleep after that for a while.
1: Yeah, or you eat some breakfast and you get a second wind and you keep going.
0: Yeah, I've done that. I don't know if I can do that anymore. Maybe I can. I'm not that old.
1: Well, it's like my buddy came up from Florida to come see the band, but he was up here for other business. He didn't come up, just fly up for the gig, you know? And -hmm. we were talking about the old days of staying out till three, four in the morning, and then going home, taking a shower, and going to work, you know? And he's like occasionally i still do that you know and he's our age but he said it's a it's it's a little bit rougher and it's a little bit harder now to recover than it was 20 years ago you know
0: yeah i find that monday i spend most of the day recovering from the weekend
1: oh yeah but no i'm talking during the week he'll have a fire right and and drink with his buddies until like three in the morning then go to sleep for a couple of hours wake up take a shower eat and go to work right and yeah. function like as if it was a full night's sleep and then not come home that night and crash eat dinner and go out and make another fire and rally up the troops and see who's out who's you know who's up for hanging
0: that's somebody you want to party with
1: oh yeah no he's 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 professional <laughs> you know but yeah i mean i i mean just talking about the
0: getting older and having to recover from things well
1: but you know i had a neighbor uh, yeah. who was the greatest of all time he was definitely the goat and he was older than we are and he had he had a party at his house of about 50 people and at about 4 30 in the morning as he's cracking open the another bottle of wine and we're playing darts and everyone's annihilated and him included you know he comes in and he says oh man i've i gotta go to i gotta go catch a couple i gotta go to sleep for a little while i forgot i'm running the marathon tomorrow. <laughs> so he party he till forgot. four thirty in the morning. Got completely annihilated, and then went and slept for a little while, and then rolled out at like six thirty to go head to the New York City Marathon, and then ran the marathon. That's that's uh, a- that's professional,
0: right? Well, why did he did he win though? If he didn't win, then.
1: No, but if you and I were up drinking until 4.30 and you were falling down drunk and I said you were going to the marathon, I'm fairly certain you'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm going to skip that
0: today. I absolutely
1: 100% would skip that, yes. Right. So that's why I'm saying I commend him because…
0: Because <sighs> he, he did it.
1: He followed through and did it. It yes. doesn't matter if he won or not, Steve. He participated and he finished. So that's the important thing.
0: Good on him. Yes!
1: Uh, and it's—I no, it's, wouldn't recommend that for anybody, but it was a good story to tell.
0: Sure, that's right, and
1: Johnny. It's truth.
0: And it's—it's it's not a marathon, but it's a marathon of sorts with how much I play.
1: And I definitely—I <laughs> have never once. <laughs> yes, it's. A, I was
0: trying to make a segue there.
1: It's like a seventy-two-hour marathon, you know. Steve's done with that. You know, does your neighbor run a seventy-two-hour marathon? Has he played back to back to back to back gigs? Okay, well, when he does that, then we can talk. All right. 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 I thought that was a pretty good segue. So. Go run 25 miles. Try playing, you know, 18,000 sets right. back to back.
0: But what I was going to say is I've never once in my 11 years here missed a gig due to illness. I've never called out sick, in other words. And I, I have felt like it. I have felt like doing so many times. And I did feel like doing so this weekend, but I still did not. I, I powered through and got the gate uh got the work done and uh yeah just a little bit of losing my voice but i think i'll be back good as new on friday but we played did i tell you the new songs we were going to be playing
1: no you did not are you sure you said you were learning some new songs but you didn't allude to what they were let's roll back the tape and see um <laughs>
0: good we learned um uh, um Car Wash by Rolls Royce. Okay.
1: Oh, you did tell me this list, but I don't remember what they were.
0: Well, these are the three. We did three new ones this week. Car Wash by Rolls Royce, Disco Inferno by The Tramps, Mm -hmm. and Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. You did tell me that. Yes. And i learned all three of those songs i learned them well i spent a good amount of time practicing especially sir duke spent a good amount of time practicing that song
1: and you would played not one of them
0: no we played all of them we played sir duke twice on friday twice on saturday and once on sunday and
1: so after five times you definitely got it down now no <laughs> No, not even close.
0: <laughs> no, I would say close, but I wouldn't say we got it down. Down that song is going to take twelve to fifteen times of playing it. With Who the does same all the people.
1: horn runs and stuff? The keyboard, the keyboard player? player? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And he's got a good enough horn sound where it doesn't sound like a flugelhorn. It That's sounds great. Yeah, the keyboard wow. player
0: Tillis is a fan, he's an amazing player. I love watching him play. Um, but he's got also the the sounds uh, locked in for for all these songs so yeah he's got it nice. um um but i mean just that riff is it, it, you play it three times in the song duh, ba-di-duh, 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 you know that yeah. is not easy to play and uh because it's for me it's all over the neck you know it's you're going all the way up to the, almost the top fret and and by the end of it you're down to the End of the neck. So,
1: well, it's like you. You guys do "I Want You Back" by Jackson Five. No. You know, you know the song though, right? Yes, of course. Same thing in the beginning. Boop. But no, but no, no, because I
0: I have played that song, and you can play as a bass player. You can play that whole song in one position without ever moving your 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 position. You're playing every note because it's every note in this tidbit. No, because every. Every, I mean, it's it moves for sure, but you don't have to go all the way up to your neck and all the way down. You can play that in in sitting in one position. Um, but Sir Duke, you've got to go up all the way to with that riff all the way up to the, you know, the highest, almost the highest note
1: on your neck, on the bass anyway. Okay, but you worked on it and practiced it, so it's not a problem. I
0: did, but it's so you know, you're playing a little faster live too, and it's... I I don't think I didn't play it once. Perfect. No no way. (laughs) There's no way I did. No. Came close, I guess. And but it's not only me, though, because that line is is the guitar, the bass and the horns all playing that same line. So you all have to be locked in. And if there wasn't a there wasn't a time where we were. Right. Well, that
1: was the point I was making with the Jackson five song is that oh i see okay between a bunch of people so that run has to be you know everyone's got to be locked in on it right okay i see i misunderstood okay yes yes indeed yeah
0: um that's a good one though i love that song i have played it before
1: i tell you what man it gets people up dancing every time as soon as they hear that people are up and they're like all right let's go right
0: yeah that's a good one um it, if you have somebody that can sing that, because it's pretty high, even for a girl, it's high. Um, yeah, we
1: surely used to sing it, so she it was in her range, you know.
0: Yeah, um, but this weekend, I have three new ones. Which one three, of them I've learned
1: before? Three more, three, three, three new, new,
0: three new songs. One of them I played a long time ago, and I've learned before, and it's relatively easy to go over, brush up on. Two of them. I have never played in the band before. So the one I've learned before is turn up the radio by autograph. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, why somebody picked that song, but okay. I it's like not- it. I love it actually.
1: Yeah. Odd choice though.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes over. And, and, and these aren't in, in my new list, but Tracy was saying she wants to do another. You got another thing coming by Judas Priest. I'm like, yeah, that's
1: yeah, good. Right. Tune. I've played it before. Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, but what is on those bad girls by Donna Summer?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Which I've never even tried to learn, I don't think. So I, I'm going to have to put some time into that. And Conga by Gloria Stefan in the Miami Sound Machine. There you go. Which I have learned before, and there's barely any bass in the whole song.
1: Correct. I was going to say, I think out of all those songs, the bad girls will go over. The the crowd will be most receptive to bad girls. Probably. Especially the girls in the bar. Beep, beep.
0: Yeah, toot, toot. Yeah, beep, beep. Oh, I mean, somebody's going to have to have a whistle for that.
1: That's right. Someone has to do the beep, beeps, too.
0: Oh, I don't know if I could do the beep, beeps.
1: You better start delegating, man.
0: It's not my job,
1: Bobby. Make a list to send to Steve. Who's got to do the beep beeps?
0: Bobby's on it. <laughs> what about the two toots?
1: <laughs> I don't think there's two toots in the song. Yeah, it's two oh, oh, toots.
0: Yeah, and, beep, beep And, and the
1: two toots in there too.
0: I think it's two toot. I don't know.
1: What's that? Bobby says he's too busy to do the two toots. He'll, he'll delegate to someone else. Maybe Simon will do it.
0: I don't. I don't know if there's a lot of vocals in that song. I have to. I'm trying to listen to it in my head. And, I don't think there are, but I have to listen to it, like
1: listen to it for real. And well, then- you don't have to sing it, so you'll be okay. I know. Like you had to, to bring a whistle, though, and do the two toots.
0: I'll go get a whistle. I'll do that part. That's easy. Yeah. I can go. I, I will. I, actually,
1: I think I even have a whistle already. You probably do. But if I don't,
0: I'll go buy a new one From
1: like high school gym class, you know, with the string on it around your neck.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not from my high school gym class, but I think yeah, I have a whistle. You can
1: say it is. You're not me. You don't have to tell the truth all the time. You. Don't <laughs> make up. I
0: don't do things like
1: that. <laughs> uh, um,
0: yeah. So I love it, though. I love it's doing up. new songs. It, it freshens things up. I always recommend Maybe. learning new songs.
1: Well, it keeps the band excited, right? Especially if you've played the same songs a thousand times it's always fun to bring new songs into the mix you know but what i've found which is very interesting steve that you mentioned this too so the band i'm playing with now like i told you i had to learn like 70 songs right because basically their whole repertoire were all songs i never played before all great tunes but i just never played them before you know right the interesting thing is so they culled the list down, you know, it was like there, there might have been like hundred and twenty five songs on the list and they culled it down to like we'll call it sixty or seventy songs. Like these okay. are the core songs that we're gonna do all the time. These would be the the rotation, you know, depending where you're playing and what the what the event might be, right? But for these guys, they've been playing these songs for the past five years, we'll say, you know, and they're always learning new material, but the seventy songs are not new to them by any means, right? But they're right. brand new to me. Right. So, but I've gone and spent a lot of time to learn them. So I listen to them, like take "Won't Get Fooled Again" for example. Who? There's no. It's not like verse, chorus, bridge. You're playing this groove. You know what I mean? It's like sections. When you when you dissect it and break it down, Keith Moon's playing a sectional arrangement. You know what I mean? He's playing certain phrases, and then he brings them back, and then he augments them a little. But there's no steady groove. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, you know I'm talking about? No, he's playing a
0: drum solo for the entire song. Correct.
1: (laughs) So, but it's an organized drum solo. You're not just, you know, wailing out and, and, and playing what you feel like playing, you know, it's very, it's, it's very integrated into the thread of what everyone else is playing. So even though he's soloing, there's accents and there's certain grooves and his bass drums in certain spots that has to be there. Right. So long story short, when I went back and learned all these songs, for these guys, it's like they're new songs to them because they've never played them 100% correct, if that makes sense. Sure. Absolutely. Like we'll play a song and the guy, you know, one of the guys say to me, oh, no, during that part, you have to do this little fill and this accent goes there. And I'm like, no, that's not in the song. It's like, well, that's the way we do it. Okay. And you're like,
0: not it. anymore. I'm sitting well, on the throne. Well, no. now.
1: you know, it's funny. There was a couple of things where they said, like, you know, oh, we would do this song this way. And I'm like, well, you guys have been doing it wrong. <laughs> we won't be doing it that way anymore. This is now <laughs> the way we're going to be doing right. it. No, no. When we come into that part, it's like three times and then the downbeat. And I'm like, no, it's four measures and you have to count. <laughs> and that's It comes in on the one. And everyone has to come in together. It doesn't just kind of, I guess they were kind of used to just like, all roller you know like landsliding into the song <laughs> they're all starting together you know it's like no no it starts like here's the count you know and I would lay it out for them and it was like interesting to see how old songs that they had done already now were refreshed because I learned them a different way than they were accustomed to playing them and I guess they never went back and really listened to note for note for every song because like just like you or I would you know like if you were playing I remember playing Jesse's girl. And I remember when after you had left the band and Anthony Pacone from Lurker Park had joined the band and it wasn't Jesse's girl. It might have been something else. And we we've been playing it the same way all the time. And he's like, you guys are playing that part wrong. And we're like, no, we're not. And he's like, oh, yeah, you are want to bet. So we're like, all right, let's listen to it. And sure enough, you listen to it on the record and it's like, oh, yeah, we, they were playing that part wrong. There's like an extra two measures in there or something before the guitar solo starts. You know what I mean? Okay. And it was interesting to see that. So it's like, yeah, you know, you wouldn't pick it up because you play the same songs a hundred times. You're not rehearsing them. You know, you're showing up to the gig and you're playing it. And the next week you're playing it again. And the week after that, you're playing it again. And you're playing it the same way every week. Right, well, wrong, or indifferent. You know what well, I mean? Until well, someone what, points it out to you.
0: Well, what ends up happening in that case is that the, the song starts to evolve and change based on the people who are in the band and their personalities and their little things that, that they do in it. And that starts to become the normal thing. So like say that you put a a cool fill in or a cool change to go from one part to another, and then, and then everybody digs it and then you keep doing it. And then, and then eventually every, you know, everybody catches on and then everybody does it with you. So they're changing their little thing. And then as far as you're concerned, well, that's the way it goes.
1: But what's interesting is that we we would play a song like A Golden Slumbers, or we play something like Thunder Road, let's say. Right. And me and Jimmy are used to playing it a certain way, like we've played it in the past with other bands, you know. Certain, like right. you said, certain fills, certain accents, certain tempo, certain energy, and these, you know, and these guys are learning it like the record. So, like countless times, like you know, oh no, the guitar solo in Golden Slumbers doesn't it, it stops after sixteen bars. No, no, we usually fanfare it out and I'll give you a little signal when you're right. ready to bring it back in and just go. And those guys are like, no, we want to play it like authentic to the record.
0: Right.
1: You know, and he's like, so we have to stop it. You know, he, I think he says something like, you know, when it goes to the part that goes like this, then, you know, you're that's the cue to stop. And I, I said, guys, you can't, <laughs> it can't be the cue to stop. There has to be a set amount of time. Well, how would you even know that? I said, well, let's just play it through. So we play it through. Get to the end of the thing, I'm like, it's two bars of intro and it's 16 bars of solo. So it's 18 measures of solo from that break till you have to stop. And those guys were like, how do you know that? How'd you figure that out? Like, so I'm like, I just counted it when you I can count it.
0: to four a <laughs> yeah, bunch I of times it,
1: just it, and just counted the measures, you know, and counted uh, it
0: to four 18 times. That's how,
1: and then like, wow, holy cow, dude, if we count it like that, it guess what? It works out. And then everyone knows where they are, you know? So that's been exciting to, to see, you know? Yeah, yeah, like Steven yeah. said, they yeah.
0: they typically learn songs like the record and evolve over time. And it happens to everybody. You can't help it happening because Correct. you are your you are unique to the song. The way you play is going to come through. And then when you have a group of people together and you're playing with those same group of people over and over and over again, there's a natural evolution that happens. It it and and I, I have many times have had this experience where. Here in New Orleans, where I go and I play with some some new guitar player or drummer or something, and they play something a little differently, and then I think, "Wait, is that how it's supposed to go, or is it or is it the way he's doing it?" And I have to go I mean, that's happened to me many times where um I start questioning myself like because i'm I'm pretty good with remembering the way it goes on the record because I've listened to music so much. But then I, I still even, like, sweet child of mine, I was, um, the drummer lately wasn't doing the, uh, the da, da da in the beginning with me, where, where I think that, where, where I thought I know the bass does this. Du, da, da, she the, you know, and, and the, does oh, that yeah, accent sure. with me every time. And yeah, he, no, wasn't to do, die, he wasn't doing yeah. And he wasn't doing it, and I'm like, I'm thinking, wait, wait, am I, am I wrong? I have to go listen to the record again. So I actually no, listened. He, he missed it. Yeah, he missed it. So I addressed it, you know, uh, uh, there you tactfully, go. tactfully on stage. Of course. Um, but yeah. I mean,
1: tactfully, tactfully. Dude, I know it's your first night, but what are you doing? You're missing that thing in the beginning. There it goes dun, 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 in that spot. So you got it. All right. Don't let it happen again. Right. Yeah. See you tomorrow. We don't do that.
0: Barely see talk. tomorrow. We barely talk. Well, like I, I mean,
1: <laughs> I, I just mean in general about. So you just turned around and went like, do, do, doo doo gave him like a look, like do yeah. that with me. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, and
0: that and that was enough.
1: So like unspoken understood. chastising.
0: It was enough. He understood, and he he didn't make that uh, mistake again.
1: Yo, you understand what I'm saying? Play it like this. <clears throat> you know. Stuff. Yeah. You gotta uh Well, you know, you make a good point too, because you're playing with revolving guys, you know, in multiple capacities, right? Whether it be drums, keyboard, you know, it could you could have fill in, you don't have your usual crew. Like you said, um uh, <laughs> your drummer was not steady anymore, right? So you had a bunch of different guys or you have fill ins, you know.
0: We've had yeah, I mean we've had many different uh we've had mostly this drummer, uh, but we've
1: had, you know, many other players come through.
0: Sure. Just the just the nature of New Orleans.
1: the way it is. Yeah. But I mean, that lends itself to be where you know, if I'm in New Orleans and I play Sweet Child of Mine a certain way, I'm going to play it that way with every band that I sit in with, right? You know, and that's that's how I feel feel too. Playing it, you know.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel too. I I like to learn it right. You know, I want to know it right. So then I can put my own spin on it after that. But Mm -hmm. but if I'm playing, if I'm subbing with a band, I want to make sure I play the song right, you know, right the way it is on the record. That's important. Yeah. And um, let
1: them tell you otherwise. Like, hey, during this part we do this, you know?
0: Right. Sure. If if they want to do that and then they're by all means.
1: Um,
0: all right. Well, that's another quick arrow there, my friend. C B C Wisdom. Hour. Wow,
1: look at that. Nobody's even here except my people, of course. But um No, there's plenty of people here.
0: You know, watching and no, I app. mean like
1: we we're saying, like bandwise, like you know, time flies when you're having fun. Like, dude, time flies. Then hours right. are you kidding me? It's crazy.
0: Right. Uh, thank you guys for watching and commenting and participating. We we really love you all and appreciate you all. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. The link is in the description. That's where all these wisdom hours are archived, plus all the other videos I've been doing during the week on the weekdays. Look out for those. And as always, you want to tell them, Tony.
1: Coverbandcentral.com. am oh, sorry, right there. See that? Go there. You can sign up, make a profile for you, your band, or both, and pff, join the community, man. It's a place to be. It's free. All yeah. things cover band.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And it's free. And it's free. Yes.
0: And uh check out uh, uh Throwback Thursday tomorrow, my new theme for the, the thing. It'll be on there and it'll Throwback be on, theme. At, on YouTube. And uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.